Welcome back to Don't Cut a Book Club. My name is Luke. My name is Dan. Today we are two-thirds of the way through Tress of the Emerald Sea, Secret Project Number 1 by Brandon Sanderson. That is up to Chapter 44. Mm-hmm. We got to get warmed up. I've got a warm up for us. Um, and it feels like I, it's been a while since I've done a little bit of a rant, but I have one. Ooh, hit us with a rant, Luke. And here's the thing. It's going to be sports related. Uh, okay, so I'm going to know everything about it. So, but I think that you're actually going to be, this is going to be the rare sports related rant that I think you're going to be 100% on board with. Hmm. Okay. And here it is. It's topical because we're recording this a little bit after uh, the semifinals of the uh, NFL playoffs. And here's the thing. There are a lot of times in sports-related TV activity in which the a game is not happening, right? Yeah. And I don't necessarily mean this at like during the broadcast of a game, although that's part of it, but I mean just like like sports center for example Mm, okay yeah or halftime of a football game yes yes here's the thing there are a lot of other games happening correct Mm -hmm. um they always do this thing where they'll take you around and they'll show you what's happening around the league in terms of like scores and that kind of thing okay and they they will show a single play from each game and that will be like two minutes of halftime and then the rest of halftime is like four dudes talking Uh uh-huh yeah okay like give me the freaking highlights all of halftime you don't want the analysis what are you doing i don't want the analysis i want you to show me more than a single play from all of the games maybe they can't get the right maybe they Maybe they can't get the rights to more than a single play, you know? I mean, maybe. Mm. I I guess. Is that it? Why are they only giving Luke a taste? I've honestly been trying to figure it out because I, like, truthfully don't understand it. Hmm. Why are they only giving you a taste and then going to sports analyst boys? I have a little sidebar for this, by the way. Okay. Do they ever follow up with these sports analysts? Like, what do you mean? Like, these buddies are making predictions about the game, right? Um, yes. To some degree, sure. Is, is anybody keeping score of like, hey, this person actually knows what they're talking about. And <laughs> uh, maybe Shaq shouldn't be commenting on this. Um, I don't. So there's definitely not like a super organized and no one's really like being criticized for that type of thing because uh-huh. it's it's really are you entertaining or not? <laughs> okay, all right, sure, sure. <laughs> but Luke, as we um, move into this new world of sports gambling, I want to know mm-hmm. who's gonna win, mm. so I can make that money. Right. I don't want Shaq leading me astray if the Bucks are gonna lose to the Broncos or whoever. <laughs> you know right of course i and i also i am aware that they're yeah yeah (laughs) could i tell you which sports they played no no but you want to know which one's gonna win sure i I think that's fair yeah i think that's fair you know what would help you do that if you saw the highlights (laughs) of their previous game okay here i am a carolina panthers fan have been unable to watch a game live in years Oh. And I'm seeing one play from each game. Come on. Wait, wait a minute. Hold on. <laughs> Luke, this is gonna this is gonna show my ignorance. I thought you could watch any NFL team on TV. Is that not true? So you can if you get the like NFL Sunday ticket package. Oh. Huh. But the NFL for those for those unaware or for those living in not in the in the US um are on network television okay and what is on that channel which is like Fox CBS NBC mm-hmm. is determined by your location oh i see 
So you get and the Arizona so stuff. If you are in Arizona, you are watching these this certain subset of games. You need a VPN and, for your local TV network. Yeah, but I use an antenna. Yeah, yeah. Just get another antenna that's in North Carolina. <laughs> And okay. then bounce, just bounce the signal a little bit, you know? Just bounce the signal. That's okay. That's correct. I think that would work. That's yeah, for sure. For sure. And somehow, so it's always like, you know, there's there's three games a day or four games a day. And one of them is your local team. And then the other two are like picked by picked by whoever picks these things. And somehow, somehow my Carolina Panthers never make it on the national. Not quite the making national the stage. cut, huh? cam's not quite doing it for him cam is no longer on the team um (laughs) is this a good rant hold on luke i don't know if this is i don't know if this is gonna make the cut honestly let's see how are we gonna uh oh luke i have an upgrade for you i have something that i think they need to do okay that they're gonna use the halftime for instead of this i don't think highlights is what they use the halftime for i think Halftime, they they throw a dart at the United States, and whatever sport is happening closest to that dart, they professionally film it and broadcast it live. And the <laughs> halftime show on TV is just you get to see the professional version of the pickleball game that was happening in madison wisconsin that day okay okay i mean honestly that's better than what they they're currently doing and i'm i'm with it imagine imagine it's your rec pickleball league that gets picked that's like hey fox is gonna come set up the cameras you guys are the (laughs) halftime show for the the new england patriots versus miami dolphins game this weekend <laughs> that'd be sweet and i would pl- I, maybe even like a here's here's a here's the thing if you go to a a game and like a basketball game in person yeah a lot of the time if you're lucky the halftime entertainment will be is <laughs> a little kid a group of like 45 kids yeah playing 20 on 20 <laughs> basketball and it's the best thing you've ever seen correct so it's it's sounding good to me i think gave me the highlight anything is of- better anything <laughs> is better than the current situation i think is the takeaway um that's fair i think that's pretty yeah um could they sneak in old highlights would you even know what i what oh, damn all right come on <laughs> All right. Um huh. Yeah, Luke, I'll be honest. As as coming coming as a big sports guy, mm-hmm. I think this is small potatoes. Okay. Okay. Oh, um, and I think outrageous, but I think the analysts just need to be more exciting. Mm. I think forget the highlights. Throw them all out. No highlights. You have to watch the full no game. You know? It's like you don't get to read the spark notes and then show up to class and be like, yeah, uh, Kyrie Irving is really good this year. I saw him <laughs> on the, and this is my book report on why I like the, I don't know, Golden State Warriors or whatever. Uh, okay. No. You're saying you have to earn fan ownership or, or, or earn earn your place as a fan by watching the full game and, and highlights is cheating. Highlights is unfair. Highlights is unfair to all us loyal sports folks who watch all the games and write our all analysis right. down in our dream journals and are paying attention. We aren't just getting mm-hmm. spoon fed by the corporate media elites, the clips that they want us to see. Okay. We're doing our own research. Mm, and good point. I think the analysts just need to get better. Okay. I think that's your big problem is that your big problem is that the analysts aren't good enough. Maybe take some improv. You know what? I think that's I think that's right. I think that's right. Let's play our play our pod at halftime. That'll do it. Don't do that. Don't do that. Okay. Let's let's get to the book though. Can I say can I say I do want to start having an analyst game where at the end of every season Whichever analyst did the worst gets relegated, like in the Premier League. Ooh, yeah. 
They like they have relegated to make predictions. To what does relegated mean in this case? Uh, in this case, it means you are commenting. You are doing the announcing for whatever local little league team is in the area, and they bring up okay. the best little league announcer in the area. Mm. <laughs> so. <laughs> The little league announcers who are being ranked by by external evaluators. They're being scouted. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's I think that's a good move. I think that's good. All right. Luke, we need to get away from sports talk right now. Got gotta get away from sports. Let's get to the book. Tress of the Emerald Sea up to chapter forty four. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see, what do we got here? I will say Brandon took a swipe at us, I think. Well, Hoyd did, right? Hoyd. It's always okay. hard to tell sure. if Brandon is taking a swipe at us or if Hoyd is taking a swipe at us. <laughs> let's call him. Let's say it's both. It's both, and I, I want to be sure that we're talking about the same swipe. Um, I'm talking about when he criticizes people that care about weather details. <laughs> I will say I felt like this was much more roasting you than me. Okay. Because he was specifically talking about water cycles. That's that's like was. your whole yes. deal. It's like your <laughs> field of study right now. It's important, Hoyd. <laughs> <laughs> I need to know these things. Uh-huh. Sure you do. Ridiculous. Sure you do, bud. Over here. Yeah. Over here. Yeah. Um, Absolutely Was this, was this the swipe that you were talking about, by the way? This was one of them. The other one okay. happens earlier on. Where I feel like Hoyd is kind of on our team. Hoyd goes back and forth being on our team versus dunking on us brutally. Uh, Mm -hmm. Because at the beginning, he's like, hey, Tress did something that is extremely important and that not many characters do. She thought about if she was correct or not. She like reevaluated her circumstances. And then Hoyd goes off on this whole rant about how characters need more common sense and like there's a bunch of bravery but there's very like there's a lack of common sense and Mm -hmm. that's like kind of our one of our whole deals that's like one of our deals on the pod is being like hey that was a dumb choice what are we doing guys (laughs) and hoyd's over here like yeah you can't do that today boys right tress is about that common sense decision making so good luck man man it's it's it might be another challenge for us mm. to find to see if to see if we can find somewhere where Tress made a bad decision. I mean, I already I already have one. If we want to transition, Ooh, okay, okay, it sounds like a good transition. Um, Tress, Tress has made another offer. Tress has made another offer for a body modification. Do you remember this? Somehow I'm forgetting it. Actually, Zombie Boy offers Tress a new kidney. That will make mm. her pee smell like lilacs. Yes. And Tress says no, because Tress is a dirty little piss girl who loves the smell <laughs> of piss, apparently. Don't. It's okay. Okay. Someone please clip Dan saying, <laughs> I'm not even going to say it, but I love that. Um, you are, yeah. Luke. Yeah. Yeah. I do think you have to ask questions before before responding to this offer, right? Mm-hmm. Of course. I mean, the because... obvious ones being like, what's the surgery like, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because, because if it's snap your fingers and, and we've got those swapped and that's the only difference, of, of course. Unless right? you're, unless you love piss, unless you're like, I actually, I actually have a refined sense of smell and actually it's actually quite nice mm-hmm. it's got a lot of nuance mm-hmm. to it <laughs> like what give me any other explanation why she was like instantly no give me any other reason why tress was like ew no right <laughs> i want regular pee i don't want lilac scented <laughs> pee <sighs> i can't think of a single person who's not a dirty little piss boy who would not at least consider this. Like I read it and was like, Oh, that would be kind of nice. Actually. I mean, yeah, it's, 
to to say no outright i i think is a clear is a clear weird thing to do it's it's very weird it makes me concerned about tress about her weird some (laughs) some perversions she might have some she might be a freak yeah she might be a bit of a freak maybe she's into cups for a weird reason you know even beyond okay (laughs) i'm just connecting the dots here luke uh you connected it to the cups okay um (laughs) i think those darts were far apart but i think that you could connect them um so i mean okay if if my guy is out here not not to get on this again, but if yeah. my guy is out here offering you these types of things, mm-hmm. I'm like asking him his entire inventory, right? Right. Like, just give me the book. Let me go through it. Right. Mm. I let's talk. I let's sit down for a meeting, and we can rank the body <laughs> modifications that I want and see how much time you have. Right. Right. And it sounds like he's not charging her anything for this right this Which sounds is like an offer say. it is suspicious yes but like <laughs> i don't know i kind of trust him i do too i do too yeah he seems like a trustworthy no fellow <laughs> does he i mean as far as we know he hasn't taken anything from her without her consent like he didn't take a kidney or anything in her sleep yeah. And it feels like he's powerful enough to be able to do that. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. One thing that he's uh not very good at, according mm-hmm. to Hoyd, mm-hmm. is figuring out how to save Hoyd or break his curse. Um Yes. Which sure. He's not he's he's doing it for the funsies of making fun of Hoyd, I assume. Correct. But we've got to get to the way that Tress solves this. Yes. Which and I is think... essentially pointing to different places on the map in Hoyd, who is not able to talk about something related to the sorceress, can say something for everything except for where her island is located. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is a, it's a, I think, good solution. Mm-hmm. I think um, fairly, fairly obvious and easy to exploit. Yeah, it it makes me think that all of these curses kind of suck. Right. If you have to be so specific with what you're doing, like it, you can't think of every situation, right? Sure, right. you've been creative enough, but you're there is a <laughs> there's a reason nobody reads the terms and conditions when you like sign up for iTunes or whatever, right? Like, but sure, it's because even for something as basic as like, hey, you want to listen to that new U two record on your uh, on your iPhone? You have to. This is a fifty page document detailing how you can do <laughs> that. Like, your curse would have to be months long of you just reciting arcane rules that would be like oh you also uh can't use a chopstick in your left nostril to point out where the secret is to the curse like right it would just go on forever to be like oh yeah you also can't do this thing (laughs) right um because if it's important enough to someone to break someone else's curse yeah. You just keep guessing, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Or, and then you like, you could just swap it, right? You could just be like, is it not this? You play the opposite game. Right. Yeah. You'd be, <laughs> or you'd be like, there's. A... <clears throat> so, what this reminds me of actually, Chat GPT is hot right now. So let's go, let's get into a little Chat GPT content for the algorithm. You okay. Know? Um, <laughs> ChatGPT has some like filters in it which prevent you from asking it to do stuff that's unethical, right? Right. You can get around some of those if you phrase your question in specific ways. Like, hey, imagine you're giving a parody 
and then answer my question or pretend like you're someone who doesn't like vaccines and then tell me what you think about vaccines or right and like so there are like so many ways of getting around these safeguards on this ai um that's just this it's just like hey hoyd pretend like you're somebody who hasn't been cursed and then tell me what's going on <laughs> right like <laughs> I think what we're learning, actually, now that I think about this, is is Hoyt the only person that we've seen been who has been cursed? Um, I mean, we don't know if the rat is cursed. Right. They've talked about it being a familiar, but he's also said he's like not like it's more complicated than that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, okay, and that here's my here's my take then. Yeah, curses get broken pretty quickly. <laughs> if you have people that care but everyone just thinks that the hoid part of it is funny so no one is trying to help him oh this is a next level in cursing is what you're saying right it's not just yeah. to like ruin someone's life you have to do it in a way that's entertaining for the people around them right and it it of course depends on the person you're cursing mm-hmm. right yep um but if it's if it's something that is not extremely annoying for the pers- for the people around your cursee, right? If you will, yeah. And it's actually funny mm-hmm. for the people around them. Mm-hmm. That curse is staying forever, right? Like Luke, Luke gets cursed to always pay for the coffee of the person he's with at Starbucks, and he also has to give them the wrong name, like an incorrect name for himself. <laughs> And then whoever's with him is like, ah, I could, you know, investigate this a little more, but it's it's actually great. I love it. Right. Right. They're not they're not helping me with that one. No. No. But it is making your life a little more inconvenient. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Okay. That must be it then. Hoyd, man, Hoyd I feel like Hoyd should have more friends, right? You mean Hoyd precurse or Hoyd currently? Precurse. Like, Hoyt is a goofy kind of guy, but right. but he, he also is like, I don't know, a force for good, it seems. Right. I would think so. I think so, generally. Especially from what we've seen in the Stormlight Archive, he seems to be a pretty profound force for good. Yes. It so- does seem like a lot of the times he has people that know him mm-hmm. and, like, generally like him. Yeah. But... They are frequently people like like Ulam, I think is his name. Yeah. The our corpse doctor guy. Who are his friend, but since they're like immortal beings, yeah. Time isn't that like it's it's a pretty short time period, so they're like, ah, that's pretty funny. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair enough. I think it's the I think it's the time thing. Right, like Ulam would let this go on for another thirty years or so, and then he'd be like, "Okay, time to wrap it up." Right. Whereas for for like you and I, this would be like a like an afternoon, right? Yeah. Luke and Luke and Dan live in the same town. One one afternoon, Dan has a really funny noise that he keeps making. <laughs> I'll I'll let that go for a little while because it's funny, and then I'm gonna help you with it. After a couple hours. Okay. I appreciate the honesty, Luke. Thank you. Thank you for that. <laughs> okay. I do like having Hoyd's um Hoyd's little like background voice talking about the world every now and then. Because mm-hmm. a couple times he talks about the views, which we love. Stunning. Great views. Stunning. On this planet. Um a lot of times they say that the moon ahead of them takes up like two thirds of the sky. It's a big boy. It, it's must, I'm envisioning like a Majora's Mask kind of huge moon that's about to crash into the planet kind of vibe. Mm-hmm. Sure. Because yeah. yeah, these things have got to be. And the fact that spores are like raining down from them. Right. They've got to be close, right? Yeah. They've got to be very close. I'm scared. I'm scared all the time, actually, <laughs> if I live here. Even more scared of the of the moons than the than the spores that are already 
extremely dangerous. Yeah, correct. I'm scared of the big scary moon that's going to hit the planet. Mm -hmm. I'm like waking up every day and being like, oh, it's almost here. It's going to hit. It's it's too big. It's too big. It is Um, too big. Speaking of things that are big, we find out the biggest island, Luke. Mm -hmm. 60 miles. How do we feel about that? Yeah. Um, Because we talked a little bit about how we didn't know the sizes of things last time. Right. Now we know kind of the biggest island. 60 miles across. 60 miles across. Yeah. So the, the farthest you can be away from the coast is 30 miles. Yep. Is that bigger than I was expecting or smaller? I don't know. It feels it's pretty small. Small to me. I was anticipating there would be a big landmass somewhere. Yeah. No, not the case. 60 miles is kind of small. Now, it does mean, I feel like once you're one mile away from the coast, spore danger is like zero. Uh, yeah, I think that's probably fair. <clears throat> and so I, I imagine there are quite a few islands that don't really have to worry. Yes. Yes. Um, but, I mean, I imagine your triathlons are not very good on this planet. <laughs> the triathlons are tough, uh, especially the swimming part of it. Yeah, swimming's a rough um, one. Swimming's a rough one. Uh, there's not a ton of long bike rides. I feel like the population... What do you think the population of this world is? I feel like it's got to be pretty low. Uh, I'd put it at... I'd put it at like under a million. Yeah, I think I agree with that. I think okay. I agree. Because you can't have big cities. I feel like maybe you cannot, there's I think there's no two. way to have... I don't think there can even be one or two because not only in terms of size... But how are you feeding people? Well, you can eat the vines, Luke. They're eating vines. You can eat the vines. They're eating vine, big vine. Big vine on the yeah. cob. <laughs> Little vine sandwich. Okay. This is true. This is true. All you need is a little water. Boom, you got vines. At least if you're on this sea, right? Yeah, but they could ship that stuff pretty easily, I think. They can ship it easily. Plus, I got to assume that one of these spores is food related. Oh, you're so right. One's a one's a donut spore. Donut spore. There's a cheeseburger spore. I think those are the big two. Very unhealthy. And then, (laughs) but you got to round it out with some good vines. With some vines, yeah. That's your salad. (laughs) Oh wow. Okay, you're right. There are twelve, and we've only seen a few of them. Right. Cheeseburger donut spore has got to be what's keeping these cities going. So because there's a king, right? There's like a kingdom. Yes. King lives in like a city, right? I mean, I I think so. Sure. It feels like has to. It feels like king has to live in city. Otherwise, what is king? Yeah, but what is what does city mean? Okay. You know? Okay. Is it a city of like a thousand people? Because that's feasible, I think. Okay. Yeah. Ten thousand? I don't no, know. Ten thousand feels like a too many. Oh, this is tough. We are wildly speculating now. I'm gonna say <laughs> city is much smaller than city we would anticipate. Um and I feel like sixty miles is pretty small. I feel like this is a pretty yeah. small little world. I agree. I agree. Um Okay. Do we get to spore talk? Because Ooh. most of my next talks are is spore talk. <laughs> but um I mm, okay. Before we get to spore talk, I want to I want to circle back to something we talked about with a different context though. So, we talked okay. about Hoyd's curse. Tress has this thing where they think she's a mask, a king's mask. Mm-hmm. And the one rule with a king's mask is they can't ever say that they're a king's mask. That's so dumb. Change that rule. <laughs> because if I'm a secret mafia organization, I'm working the door and people are coming in and I'm trying to figure out who's cool or not. I just have to be like, hey, say the thing and then have everyone say I'm a mask and they can get in. It's right. like that's, that's right. all you do. That's all you do. OK, I agree with that. However, um, are we believing it? 
No. Are we believing that this is a rule? No, no, no. no. Right? I don't think it's a rule either. It of can't be. Because it's too dumb. Because <laughs> you find out immediately if somebody's a mask. The funny thing is, if we combine these these last two things that we talk about, the the king's mask is like the elite, right? Right. There's like five of them or something. Yeah, there are five. I don't know. Five out of uh, this is a kingdom of like ten thousand people, I think probably. <laughs> yeah, it's not that elite. But if you uh, okay, it's still pretty elite. <laughs> yeah, but I I do think that now coming up with like. I don't think that we necessarily should assume that they're extremely competent and smart. Okay. I think that's fair. But I think they would figure out pretty quick they're getting caught because they can't say I'm a mask. Yes. I agree that this cannot be a rule. (laughs) Especially considering how much crime is happening. Tress left her island for like two minutes and was in the middle of a criminal enterprise and has not left criminal enterprise the whole time. (laughs) Right. There is so much crime. Part of this is the king's current like rule because mm. he's like pressing sailors into service right it's either that or right. they become pirates which like yeah in this world of super small islands that are only connected by these boats there's a lot of people sailing i assume yeah it's a, it's a kind of a bad kind of a bad decision by the king i think yeah not really informed by logical thinking i don't think um it's it's bad it's bad policy it is bad policy i get that it like your base is into it uh but Mm -hmm. that's not good governing king (laughs) so at some point you're gonna have to reach across the aisle Mm -hmm. talk to the sorceress maybe huh could talk to the sorceress okay um but 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 anyway back to the back to the original point um do you think that the king's mask put out this rumor oh <laughs> knowing that they can just lie or like say that they're a ma- knowing yeah. that they can say that they're a mask no problem uh ooh Right, because now, now to take the example that you're thinking of, if you have a bouncer doing using this, if I'm a, actually am a king's mask and I can lie, now I'm in and no one suspects me. This is brilliant. They fooled us, Luke. They got us. <laughs> Are you a king's mask, Luke? Yes. Mm, I don't believe you. <laughs> but you're right. They got us. They got us good. Um, speaking of lying before one last thing, before we get to spore talk. Okay. Tress. Tress weaves a tale to our like conspiracy group Mm -hmm. and they just buy it. They just eat it up. And the tale Tress wove them is, yeah, I heard a secret conversation that the captain had with the cannon master. Oh, yeah. And by the way, these are people who you know, who have known for a while. I am a new person. You met me like a month ago, Max. <laughs> and I'm going to tell you I heard a secret conversation. The captain's trying to get you to do some bad shit. Uh, she wants to go to the Crimson Sea. Don't worry. I'll get it figured out. I, I you know, I'm just good at spying. This is all true. I have got a reliable sources for it, for it all. Like just the the most likely explanation is not that Tress is a mask or that Tress has a magic talking animal. The most likely explanation is Tress is just a psychopath who lies all the time. Yeah. <laughs> like like it's just that she's lying, guys. Right, from the if you're from their perspective, you mean, yeah, yeah. Why you believe her so quick? <laughs> um, you're forgetting about her charisma, though, Dan. It's very high. I I acknowledge that. 
pretty good pretty good charisma now so hoyt actually addresses this a little bit Uh uh-huh the question now is do we believe him because hoyt's thing is essentially that tress is so what is it tress is so bad at seeming like she's lying that she am i phrasing this poorly you know, no, no. Hoyt does mention this, that she's so bad at lying, she can lie and look convincing. Yes, basically that. Yes. I think this is ridiculous. If I'm listening to Tress, I'm like, at a certain point, I'm like, okay, the most likely explanation is that you're just lying. I don't care how convincing you are. It's just like, <laughs> this is the most likely thing, given all of what I know. Mm-hmm. Right. Unless, because she doesn't provide any evidence. She doesn't show them her magic talking rat who's done all this spying. They don't know (laughs) that she has all this. They don't know she has midnight spores. They don't know any of this stuff. She's just like, I overheard a super secret conversation that none of you all heard. Right. And And at one point, I forget if they actually ask this, but it's like, oh, this super secret conversation in like her in her cabin yeah that no one else could hear yeah hmm yeah i'm i mean i am i am suspicious Uh uh-huh i will say i think i am ready to believe someone if i'm in this situation i think you're right i think that's a fair that's a fair point (laughs) the captain has started growing vines out of her face and is murdering people (laughs) left and right the captain is going full-on davy jones from pirates of the caribbean i am wanting to believe any bad word about them yeah and previous the last time you pirated someone she shot everyone except for one person and left them alive i think i'm i think i'm ready to believe believe tress's story I think this is true. I do have to then worry what Tress's motivations might be, though. Like, right. are we stepping out of the frying pan into the fire, so to speak? Like, is Tress then sure. going to be like, it- I'm the captain now, and Tress is, like, <laughs> way worse? Right, because you can believe part of Tress's story, the part that's very obvious, like, the captain is trying to do something against our interest, right? Yeah. But you don't need to believe the rest of the part, which was like, the only way we can fix it is to go to the Crimson Sea. Yeah, I don't think so, bud. Yeah. Considering how dangerous it seems, that's a no. It's a no for me, dog. Luke, hit us with Spore Talk. Okay. Time for some Spore Talk. Um, so the there's there's a couple of new insights that we get um, that I, I really only have two to focus on. Okay. Number one mm. is we see a new thing have some kind of interaction with spores, and this is aluminum. Yes. I'm not sure if it's necessarily a direct interaction with spores, but <clears throat> aluminum can like protect spores from silver, was my interpretation. Yes. Yes. Was there anything else? I think no. I don't think so. It just, yeah, it protects them from the effects of the silver. Okay, now, this tells us a couple things. Uh-huh. Number one is just the basic, uh, there's other things that have interactions with spores, right? Correct, yeah. There's, and aluminum has some kind of a shielding effect. Maybe yeah, there's some... but, but more generally, like, silver and salt are not the only thing yeah. that, that has some kind of influence. Yes, well, we also see these plates that she uses to shape things with. There's like plate that attracts, a plate that repels. Mm. So yeah. Yes. Okay. Um, the other thing that it tells us if we're gonna get in the weeds here, yep, is um the interaction with silver, I think has gotta be some kind of has gotta be magical in nature and not chemical in nature okay because if it's solid silver Uh uh-huh and aluminum blocks it right silver is not radioactive correct yeah silver is not volatile Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm um 
Granted, now that I think about this, I, maybe we already kind of knew this because we knew that Silver does it from range. Yeah, so there's got to be some kind of, uh, I would guess, electromagnetic radiation that's coming off of it in some form. Because, Luke, we don't know what isotope of silver we're dealing with here. Mm. Okay. You you think there's a chance that it's a it's a uh, isotope that that is radioactive? Yeah. Give me give me one second. Oh, uh, just just one second. Hold on. <laughs> oh yeah, dude. Oh yeah, dude. Hold on. Silver 105 has a half-life of 42 days. Okay. Okay. So it could be so 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 it could be silver 105. Is that what it was? Yeah. Some of these have even right. le- have even shorter half-lives. I imagine though if yeah, so I I think it's got to be silver 105 if we've got some kind of electromagnetic radiation coming off of this thing. Mhm. Mhm. Okay. This is good. This is good. But then the do, issue- well do, does this mean that we're we're the the cure could be worse than the disease? Hmm. You're saying Probably you're saying they the all disease? have cancer. Yes. You're saying these these aren't vines that are coming out of the captain's face, but in fact tumors from all the radiation. <laughs> it could be it could be bad, very bad tumors. Yes. Mm-hmm. Especially considering how much silver is is you're being exposed to. Yes. Mm. Okay. This could be a problem. Okay, but maybe... Okay, here's the issue, though, right? The type of radiation coming off the silver might not be that bad, right? Like, alpha particles aren't going to penetrate your skin. Sure. So maybe, like, maybe it's fine. Eh, maybe it's fine. <laughs> maybe it's okay. I, mean, I will say, I will say, if you're choosing between a chronic illness and, like, an acute death by big spikes slash vines uh-huh then sure probably worth it but i do think work work as a as a sailor tough to get health insurance for mm, true yeah i mean this is why we need to separate it from work right mm, very good point been very saying this point. for years Guar- uh- guarantee uh for pre-existing conditions as well yeah just single payer dude come on everybody gets health care <laughs> That's right. Even the pirates. That's right. Okay. Anybody. Even even the pirates. Man. That's generous. Um, but I'm on board. Okay, let's okay. Let's move on. Okay. We've I hit I our quota of chemistry things... talk for for the okay. the pod today. <laughs> now I just want to say um Midnight Spores seem to be way cooler than all of the other ones. Yeah, I'm loving the Spider Man three symbiote uh venom kind of vibe that they put off right right i come on get it together other spores what are you doing (laughs) oh you're saying the other spores should be embarrassed yeah actually Ah. here's uh, here's what i'm saying red spores get it together because all of the other spores are useful Mm-hmm. in some way yeah that we've seen right the vines yeah could be super useful the um zephyr spores i think they're called gonna yep. revolutionize the transportation industry got um to. the rose uh, obviously midnight spores the rosite spores yeah. red spores is like oh you, this is purely annoying it's just spiky oh yeah it's just spikes spiky what do we use hold on luke because this is the issue this is the issue and this is the issue we've had with these characters this whole time is we're like come on guys get get a little more creative with these things and you're Uh you're just doing that right now luke you're just sitting over here like ah spiky spores those are stupid can't use those for anything just stay away from the spiky spores and i'm over here like wait though hold on okay okay you have a solution already um, my mind is going to shish kebab. Is that something? <laughs> is shish kebab anything? Okay. Okay. It could be. Um, yeah. You know, 
<laughs> because Luke, we can't just we can't just write off these crimson spores, okay? We can't because we've been criticizing all of our, all of our characters for doing this exact thing. We need to think creative. We need to okay find a use for these these cool crimson boys who i don't know they gotta do something there's gotta be something there i i mean the first most obvious thing that we need to look at is the materials okay yes do you i i don't remember what they're what the spikies are made out of uh spores spore stuff i think i think it's mostly spore stuff general general spore type things yeah um, I don't know. I don't think they're super strong, though, right? What What makes you say that? Well, I don't. I mean, I do know that when the when the when the sea is moving, mm-hmm. they like get buried pretty quickly. I think. Right. Yeah. But I don't think they're like breaking apart. Okay. Okay, Luke. Um, hold on. We. We're not knitting. Is anybody knitting in this world? Because right. hello, tons of tons of knitting needles. Tons of knitting available. needles for free. Okay, so mm-hmm. well, that's, that's saving yeah. money. <laughs> uh, I think I think we're doing great with this so far, Luke. I gotta get an injection. I gotta okay. get an injection. <laughs> and then the needles are already blood colored, right? Oh, that helps, actually. That's that, huge. Is that what you want? Yeah. I think that's what you want in a needle, so that you can't tell. I think so. I think that's correct. It's always better to to not be able to tell when it's working. Uh-huh. Um, that's key. Any nurse will tell you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, what else can these big spiky boys do? I mean... Ugh. Are they? Do you think it's just sharp on the end, or are the sides sharp too? Because we could. This could be be my kitchen knives. I think it's just sharp on the end. Unfortunately, I think it just. It's tough. Is pointy and sharp at the end. Um, do they form like a ball? Do they form like a big spiky ball, or just shoots out in one direction? Uh, I didn't think it was one direction, but I don't think it's a ball. See, because if it did form go out in one direction, these could be like super useful for grabbing stuff on the floor that's far away, mm. like an automatic mm-hmm. extendy kind of rod thing. Right. Okay. Okay. I mean, hang on, because if they do extend in one direction, if they're straight, actually, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. come on. If they're per- if they're perfectly straight, yeah. which I don't know if they are. Let's imagine they are. Say, let's imagine they are. I, uh, unlimited supply of like two by fours. Okay, well, um, hold on, Luke. I don't know if we can go there. Okay, because like they're round. They're round. Ra- okay, sure. I don't. I don't mean two by fours in t- terms of technically the shape, but like a predictable. Mm. Perf like. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, just change how you build stuff to use these Right, log cabins. Give me log cabins now. (sighs) Okay. See, Luke, this is where we needed to go with it. We're going to immediately read the next chapter, and it's going to be like, and they were not straight at all and (laughs) couldn't be used for log cabins. No, Luke. We're going to read the next chapter and it's going to be like, and the dragon lived under the sea in a log cabin made of these spiky boys. And we're going to be like, yeah. <laughs> right. And plus, what we have learned is if you keep adding water, they keep growing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this goes back to my telescoping rod idea of you got something on the ground over there. I hold one of these little rods and then just put a little bit of water on it, shoots out. Picks up, you know, maybe a little Cheeto I dropped on the ground. <laughs> Don't even have to move. I love the use case that you've come up with. Mm-hmm. Um, hmm. Okay. Okay. I'll take it back then. Crimson spores. Um, while your your use wasn't as immediately obvious to me as others, that that's not doesn't mean that I should ignore you. Yeah. I think they still kind of suck, though. okay if i'm being honest i don't know if we came up with many good ideas for these 
I agree. Listeners, I agree. if I you got some ideas nice. for these crimson spores, I'd help us out a little bit because I don't know what they're used for. Um, Any nice ideas? We're, yeah, we're a, we're a positive podcast because obviously you could come up with like a fucking grenade that's just terrifying and awful. Don't do that. <laughs> Right. There's obvious murder applications of this. I don't want a murder application. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a question, Luke. Okay. Where does the water go? And this gonna this is gonna get a little bit into what Hoyt was talking about, and maybe this isn't gonna be a fun party conversation, but you know what? This isn't a party. This is a podcast. Is it time for the water cycle? We need to talk about where the water goes because okay, I wanna I wanna make a few clarifications here first water is said to be a catalyst for the spores to erupt which means that it's not actually used in the reaction it just causes the spores to go bananas however okay however when tress uses the midnight spore it like sucks all her water up and sends it somewhere like to the moon right the moon, I, mm, I don't know, but I assume the water that is on the moon doesn't come back. Like, I assume that leaves the cycle from this planet. Mm-hmm. So, are we going to run out of water, Luke? I mean, okay. <clears throat> and the captain is constantly drinking water. Where is it going? Because we've yet to see her pee. <laughs> right. Maybe she has one of those new kidneys. Um, okay. Oof. Where does it go? Are you Were you guessing that it goes to the moon, or did they say that at some point? Hoyd said that the, at least the captain, they drink water and it gets sent to the moon, I think. Okay. Um, yes. And so we're presuming that also... When the water hits something and causes the big reaction, it's also going to that moon. Um, I don't know if that's the case. I was actually, in that instance, was assuming that it just catalyzes the reaction and then is just like evaporates or whatever, because it's not that much water. Okay. So I assume there's some delta H. There's a pretty it's an exothermic reaction. It heats up the water to the point where it evaporates and stops the reaction. Okay. Sure. <laughs> Um, I think, I think the question that we need to be asking ourselves next is where does the rain come from? Yes, 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 exactly. Because there is basically no surface water. Yeah, it's all well water or, yeah, yeah. I would think. I mean, we haven't seen the big, the big islands, but... Yeah, but a lake would be terrifying. Like, I would not, even if I'm in the middle of a big island, I'm not going in a lake. Right, but also that's that's not enough water to create rain, right? Correct. I had an epiphany that we're going to come back to in a second, but you're right. Yes. Okay. So I have to think that the rain is actually coming from the moons. Oh. Oh. If the water is being transported to them and we have no other source for the rain. Okay, but then like the moons are also sending the spores down, right? I feel like there's a little bit of cross-contamination there. Like, I feel like if the rain is also coming from the moons, it's just hitting the spores and they're popping off right away. Okay. Okay. Okay, hold on. Sidebar. If I had water, like a jug of water, could I climb vines to the green moon? Like, could I go there? Ooh. I say yes, if you have enough water. Yeah, I've I've got which, a lot. I mean, which I'm assuming would be physically impossible, but but if we're if we're doing a thought exercise, yeah, I say yes. Maybe you bring a hose. <laughs> right. This is this is the uh, uh, origins of the um, giant beanstalk story. Mm, this is and the magic beans from. are spores. Yes. Uh, okay. Let's get back on track, though. You think the rain is coming from the moon? Where else could it be coming from? I mean, this is an important question. I don't know where else it's coming from. Unless mm, unless the 
uh, vents that are causing the spore sea to be active also have a good amount of moisture coming out of them. And it's all groundwater coming up, right? Coming up, condensing in the clouds, and then forming rain. Could that work? Uh, I don't think it's enough. Like, it's really humid air that's coming out of the, like, from underneath the spores. Not enough to get them to pop off, but, like, there is a lot of water coming out. Maybe it's hot. Okay. Okay. And then as it rises, it gets cooler. And we're assuming here that the spores only activate with 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 liquid water. Yes. Yes. Okay. I'll 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 say that's a possibility. Okay. We, is this the Luke seal of approval? What 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 is your title? Uh, water wizard? Are we going to call you the water wizard? I don't feel comfortable with water wizard yet. Okay. Um, Maybe once you graduate, you'll be the water you wizard. Know yeah. Once I, once I graduate, so hold so hold off on that. Okay. Um, I don't know if I'm willing to say that that one's likely, Mm. but I see much more likely it's coming from the moon. Okay. Mr. Water wizard. Sure. (laughs) Right. Exactly. Exactly. Um, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Rain terrifying though in this world. Oh, it's so bad. It is nice that it's consistent though. Like it. Pretty much everywhere it rains the same all the time. Just right, but not but this this gets me back scene. to the only two. There's only two places where it's not predictable. Two, isn't it? The Crimson Sea is one. Where's the other one? Isn't the Midnight Sea also not predictable, or was it? Or was oh, the I Crimson one the only one that's not predictable? I thought it was the Crimson Sea that was the only one that's not predictable. But you might be right. It might also be okay. the Midnight Sea. Let's say I, I I actually think that you're right. Crimson Sea, let's say, is the only one that's not predictable. Which, again, crimson spores are the only ones that's really use places purely malevolent, right? Mm, I see. I think the rain's coming from the moon. You know, okay, I kind of buy this now. I'm kind of into it. Yes, that's okay. Fair enough. Rain's coming from the moon. Stormfather angry in the Crimson Sea. Mm-hmm. That's right. Good connection there. I want to come back to something I realized. Okay. We're talking about, we were talking about big bodies of water, lakes, no way I'm getting in one. How, right. Do these people wash? Do they bathe or is everybody smell terrible? Does everybody smell terrible? Because what, how are we cleaning ourselves? Okay. I do think that people wash. Okay. Because people still have like a lot of use for water. Mm-hmm. I will say, I don't know if they're washing on the boats. Okay. Which is like a common, you know, that's a pirate thing for sure. <laughs> I do think that they're washing on land though. The key is, <laughs> is the, the towels have got to be good. Well, you've got to towel off before you go in and when you come out, right? Wait, why before you go in? What do you got? Some spores under your ears. Ooh. You're, Ooh. Oh, oh, dude, belly button the belly button lint? Deadly. Oh, you gotta be so careful. <laughs> you got you got you get some crimson spores hiding out in your belly button. You get you step one foot in that shower and you're exploding. You're turning the shower a terrible, terrible color. Right. Okay. Okay. I I, I love how we have forgotten that a very key detail of this, I don't know about plot, but story is that uh, Tress's room is so cool because it has a, a bathtub. Yeah, but it also doesn't have any silver in it. Right, but I'm just saying so that they do, they do, they are bathing. Is it a bathtub? I thought it was a shower. My, maybe it's a bathtub. Maybe you're right. Um, and I guess you could solve this problem by just making it silver, but that seems so. That seems luxuriant for a. It's very a shower to me. Well, every town has one bath. Every town has one shower, and it's pure silver. Okay, they got to take turns. It's smart though. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> okay, we're learning a lot about this world. I like it. 
Yeah, we're still kind of coming up with a theory, I think. We're still kind of mm-hmm. figuring out what's going on with these spores, but you know, they're neat. They're interesting. Maybe we'll uh-huh. maybe we'll it sounds like we're doing some experimentation. I appreciate that Tress is learning a little bit, reading some books, trying some stuff. That's right. I'm excited to see what she tries next, Luke. Me too. Mm, so be wrapping up next week. Bring in the hot takes. Be in the dumb nerds. 